Good morning. Today is Monday, January 9th, 2023. Dr. Erica Brown is a wonderful scholar and teacher. I've quoted her to you before. Allow me to share with you this morning part of an article she wrote last year. She writes, One recent Shabbat in shul, a friend leaned forward in her seat and whispered in my ear, Where are all the women? And that's the title of her article, Where Are All the Women? Meaning, in shul, where are they? She writes, We pray as a community, Barov Am Hadras Melech, that's the phrase that we use to express the importance of praying not only in, of course, a person can pray by themselves, and of course, that's, that's a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, prayer, but the benefit of praying together as a group is expressed in this phrase, <coughs> excuse me, Barov Am Hadras Melech, in the God's glory is expressed barov am when there's a large group of people. A large group of people who gather together and they're praising God's name, that's a greater praise to God than just individuals pray. God's glory is more apparent when all human beings share sanctified space, Dr. Brown writes. Now, Dr. Brown is an Orthodox woman I am an Orthodox man, a rabbi of an Orthodox synagogue. We take for granted that there are different roles for men and women in certain areas of life, including in the synagogue. And I recognize a great many women have difficulty with that. And I respect that, even if I look at it differently. That's a discussion for another time. Certainly, a synagogue must do all it can to value the women who come, encourage women to participate. How the room is set up is very important. So, to make sure that the women's section is appropriate, that it's treated properly, that it's maintained properly, It is not the right thing for a man to sit in the women's section of the synagogue even if no women are present for several reasons. One is, if a woman does come in, that man needs to move. And I have seen this happen, sometimes graciously and sadly, sometimes grumpily. And I have seen and I have heard directly from women that a woman can feel she is intruding, not really welcome if there is someone sitting there, and that is false. The women's section is her space, and it should be respected as her space. And for sure, women's section of the synagogue should never be used as a coat rack 
or a storage area. And I shouldn't have to say this, but if a synagogue does have someone at the door welcoming people as they come in, the welcome must be extended to every man, woman, and child. I tried to do this at Adath, and this should be standard at all times in every synagogue. But all of this is not the thrust of Dr. Brown's article. She writes, let's be honest. Not every woman who is not going to shul on Shabbat is raising a young family or caring for someone elderly. Not every woman who has stopped attending Minyan is struggling with feminism's discomfort with orthodox prayer space and gender disparity. Not every woman whose synagogue involvement has diminished has similarly diluted her other religious commitments. Female company is clearly important to these women, just not in a sanctuary setting. So, Erica Brown writes, here is the case for fuller women's sections. And she has 10 points, which I will summarize. Number one, women should come to shul because their beautiful spiritual energy is so necessary for the wholeness of the community. Let me just add, as a man, to emphasize how important it is for the whole community to be present and participating and together in shul. Number two, women should come to shul because prayer is an expression of our deepest yearnings that no one should be denied and all should express. Women need this form of spiritual expression no less than men. Absolutely true. Number three, women should come to shul because women who are mothers are critical role models in the shaping of the faith lives of their daughters and sons. Women should come to shul to experience the transcendence of the prayers when we are all singing together in unison. There aren't many other places where that powerful, soulful embrace of song happens and all of us should participate to help create that kind of an atmosphere that can only come when we're all singing together. Women should come to shul to hear the Torah being read, which is a mitzvah for women exactly as it is for men, and to be connected to the ancient words that are foundational to our lives. Okay, if I was writing this, it would sound like a commercial, but this is Dr. Brown writing it. Women should come to shul to study and hear the words of rabbis and educators, men and women, and we're very careful to provide excellent teachers and speakers here at Adath, men and women. The rabbi is a man, no. Who can help them process modern challenges within a religious framework? And that is critically important, the idea that a community gets together to study together 
And that's got to include everyone because everyone has something to learn and everyone has something to teach and to contribute. Women should come together to make a statement that their participation and their needs matter. And they do. That statement is loud and clearly heard. And women need to come to shul to emphasize it. Women should come to shul to enjoy the comfort, love, and belonging that a community of women in prayer can provide. Women should come to shul to provide other women with a sense of comfort, love, and belonging. I see this all the time where someone who is going through something and she will be approached by another woman and maybe another and another. And that kind of support and comfort is, is immeasurable. And that's what it means to be part of a community, that we all support each other. And there are times when I need help from you and there are times when you need help from me. And the, the help and support and love and comfort and sense of belonging that one woman can give to another is, again, immeasurable and very important to the vitality of a synagogue. And last, women should come to shul because religious consciousness is heightened with friendship. There is a difference in prayer and seeking spirituality when we're doing it with others, when there is a group, when we each reinforce each other. And women are needed to participate in that exactly the same as men. Now, I would not say the following on my own, <clears throat> but this is how Dr. Brown concludes her essay. For a long time, she writes, I faulted synagogues for not creating dignified spaces for women's prayer and rabbis for not being sufficiently encouraging. Okay, this is now me speaking. I would like to think that at DAF, we work hard to try to achieve this, that, uh, that our space for women is dignified and that the rabbi... Uh, is encouraging and takes seriously women's participation and spiritual needs. I would like to think that that's true, and we work hard at it. Okay. But Dr. Brown concludes, I now understand that the issue is far more complex. I wonder if many blame leaders and institutions when in reality many women have given themselves a pass on showing up. So I will echo Erica's words. Where are all the women? We, all of us in shul, need you and want you to be there. Well, friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.